Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey everybody, we say good afternoon to you bright and early, just about a minute after the hour of 12 noon, right here on the Big Talker 1700. We are your official Eclipse radio station. We'll keep you up to date. We're that doggone moon and sun are moving. Okay, maybe not. Uh, we have a great show lined up for you today. Uh, coming up at 1225, Tom Cakert, Hawkeye Report, will be our guest. The uh, the preseason AP Top 25 poll is out. Woo, doggies. Oh, boy, we knew this, but the Hawks have a tough schedule. We'll get into all that. 1 o'clock, Zuba Mahente from ESPN. 140, Mitch Holtis, voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, and how good they looked in the preseason game just the other night. And at 225, Josh Liskowitz from Pro Football Focus. With that, Trent, how was your weekend, pal? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Can't complain about things. Finally made it out to the fair for the first time yeah. yesterday. So Ella enjoyed all the little animals and the baby animals and all that kind of stuff. So we're able to get out of there and didn't have uh, didn't have to buy a bunch. So that was good. Kept her away from the that, rides. Kept her away from the games. Yep. Yeah, the animals, yep. they're free to see. That That's more my speed. I understand that perfectly. Yes, you you got it. You have to take them to uh, to those little uh, petting zoo sort of setups that they have, and then they're entertained most of the time. Always a smart move on your part. Um, let's start first with the top twenty-five being out, mm-hmm. and you and I have discussed uh, Iowa's schedule and how difficult it is after two years of. I don't want to say soft, but they didn't play the power teams uh, in the Big Ten. Well, they did last this year. Time, well, yes, yeah, okay, yes, you're right. Yes, they did, yes, they had a couple last year. That is correct. This year, however, it looks like it's loaded, Trent. It is, and it's what we've been talking about all summer long, Jim, is the difficulty of this schedule. When you look at the opponents, Penn State, Ohio State, the expectations there, But then you couple that with the road slate that they have. The three top contenders in the Big Ten West, all three of them you have on the road, at Northwestern, at Wisconsin, and at Nebraska. Three road games there. The in-state road game against Iowa State. The road game at Michigan State. And how are the Spartans going to bounce back? Even the opener against Wyoming is not going to be a cakewalk. You go through this schedule, you feel confident about the North Texas game, I guess the Purdue game, and then after that, there, there's some testy moments in there, Jim. I agree with you. I, I agree 100%. And, you know, you asked me last week, and I thought about this over the weekend, when you said, well, look, the over-under is now at 7, and I'm still leaning, and I know I have another week to change, but I'm still leaning under after looking at this particular schedule. And when you see Wisconsin is uh, tabbed in the top 10 as well, as well as Penn State, Michigan, and also Ohio State. I mean, it's this. This is technically, if you just took it on paper, you'd have four losses right there, Trent. Well, and, and there's some odds that are out for 
you know, every game's and kind of projections of where it would be. And right now, in many places, I was only favored in six, maybe seven games. And that's kind of how you, mm-hmm. you figure out the over-under. It's a difficult schedule. And for people that just look at the non-conference portion of the schedule, I, another thing that people have to realize is the change from eight conference games to nine conference games and the difficult nature that goes into that, where no more you're going to have an eight-game home schedule like they were able to do at times in the past. Right. That's not the case anymore. The years that they play at Iowa State like this year, they have four road games in conference and five at home. And when they play Iowa State at home, well, then it flip-flops, and they have five games on the road, and that'll be the case again next season. The schedule, it is. It's difficult. Any way that you slice it, there are landmine games out there. And the way the bye sets up for them leading into the second half, six games, a bye, then six games. That's pretty nice. But overall, can Iowa do enough to keep their head afloat? Because for this to be a successful season, for this team to really have a shot of winning the division title, I think that's the high water mark. Expectations-wise, you know, for the people that are expecting a lot, it's a 9-3, 10-2 type of year. You beat Wisconsin, and you go to the Big Ten Championship. We're not hearing anybody about 11-1 or 12-0. Nobody is even no. mentioning that with this schedule. But to get to that point, you got to start off well. And you have to, whoever that starting quarterback's going to be, and we might find that out tomorrow, Jim, hearing some rumblings about that, that uh, if that's the case, you want to be able to hit the ground running with your run game. And then by the time you get into you know, the end of September, you get into that Penn State game, hopefully with the 3-0 and record for Hawkeye fans, and a chance to have that quarterback then step forward starting with Penn State. Mm-hmm. Nope, you're right about that. Yep. That, listen, that's... It's it's a it's a daunting task, and it it'll be interesting to see how this team handles it. And you're right, uh, the word has leaked out that the most likely a quarterback announcement tomorrow. Look, you and I both believe it's Nathan Stanley, and that and that'll be it. Uh, would you be shocked if it was Tyler Wiggers or not? Yeah, yeah, I'd be shocked. At this point, I would be okay. shocked if the announcement came down that Wiggers was going to be the starter. And not because of anything, you know, negative against Uyghurs. And and throughout the spring, I thought Uyghurs, the two times that I saw him, I thought he played a little bit better than Nathan Stanley did. But the leg up that he has taking the backup job a year ago, the expectations, the physical ability that he has. And I think a part of this also, yeah, these guys were close. It was close between the two of who was going to get the starting gig. But one thing that we've continued to hear throughout August, Jim, is that they wanted Nathan Stanley to become more of a leader. He's more reserved. He's more of a guy that you know does things and isn't a guy that's going to be rah-rah, not going to grab a guy by the face mask if need be. They wanted to see a little bit more of that, and maybe they were hoping that this competition could pull a little bit more of that out of him. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. And, well, it's going to be fun. Uh, we've got another week, and then uh, things really start to ramp up as we get ready for that opening game. Look, for the Iowa State Cyclones, we know exactly what their schedule is. It doesn't change. It really doesn't in the in the Big 12. But for them to be successful, you and I both believe they have to get out of the blocks early in non-conference and at least be 2-1-1, and one. better off if they're 3-0, and oh, but at least be 2-1 and one to have a chance to get to that magic six-game level. Yeah, and even at 2-1, and one, I mean, it's pretty difficult. So, you yes, know, last week we were talking a lot about Joel Lanning and, and him suddenly uh-huh. going back and, and practicing some offense over there. And I had my theory that well, maybe it was just that 
planning wasn't quite as good as they were anticipating over there. Maybe it was a young guy that is showing out there, somebody like a Hummel or O'Brien Vance, one of those two freshmen that are coming in that are playing higher than that. So I talked to a pretty prominent Iowa State person, somebody that knows the program very well over the weekend. And one thing that he mentioned to me was that he heard my theory. He understood it. Yep. He also said yep. I was dead wrong. So <laughs> I got a <laughs> chuckle out of that one. I, I okay. did get a kick out of that. But he said probably the best theory for it because you know when that was happening, I kept coming back to why. Why are you taking a guy away if he is that good defensively, if he is a guy that is going to have a shot at the NFL roster, you know, the things that we've heard that way. If he's that good and he hasn't played defense in that long, why are you taking away the preparation and the reps that he needs to be comfortable as a linebacker to go over here and do a package of plays, a goal line a guy, you know, doing different things like that? Why even do that? And the way he explained it, I think, made more sense than any theory that we could come up with. It's another way for I'm Matt ready. Campbell to keep things, keep it light, have fun. And this is ah. something that is fun for the guys. You know, the, the story that's out there, of this linebacker that was a quarterback, you know, the transformation that we talked about that you never saw before. And this is something fun. It's upbeat. It keeps them engaged, keeps them, you know, having a few laughs through August camp, and we know how difficult that can be. That's what he said to me is really – it is more about keeping the guys light, having fun with it, having a couple of yucks and, and saying, hey, look, our linebacker can go over here and do this also. So it, it was a different thought, a different idea that I hadn't thought of before, and I kind of liked it. Mm-hmm. I, I get where you're going. I get where you're going with that. And, yeah, I like it too. I, I think it's one of those things where you just kind of go, oh, yeah, that makes perfect sense. You want to keep things interesting. And to be honest with you, I think that's a uh, – that's a perfect logical concept uh, that that uh, Cyclone fan gave you. So as we like to look into it, and sometimes we dig, sometimes I think Trent may be too deep mm-hmm. uh, on, the, on the subject. And sometimes simple is much better, and I think that's a very logical answer to the question. I, I'm with you on that. So over the weekend, Iowa had a yes. closed scrimmage on Friday, Saturday right. night. Iowa State had their close scrimmage, and right. difficult to get a whole lot out of those. Not, not, a, not a whole lot of information trickling out. The close scrimmage, from what I've heard and the people I've tried to get some info for, from, were pretty closed. You know, I, I, I get that they do those close scrimmages, and I understand it. I know why coaches do it. And then you have other coaches. Well, heck, you've seen a couple of coaches now bar the media from even showing up. I think Ed, or- Ed Orgeron did that at LSU. Saban does it all the time at Alabama. Um, I-, I mean, you know, it's just a, a way to, uh, I guess, keep the so-called uh, media hacks away from understanding what you're trying to accomplish. I I don't know. I I'm I'm more of the kind of guy where, you know, I'd let them watch for maybe 15, 20 minutes and then kick them out after that just to give you at least a little bit of a taste so we could understand uh, and what we saw, exactly what we think they're going to have on the field. Look, I think it's going to be an entertaining year uh, in the state of Iowa for college football. And I'm not counting out you and I either with what they have as well, Trent. I think I think they're going to be an entertaining team as well in the mix uh, to be a playoff team in the FCS. I really do. But I think I think Iowa and Iowa State 
have a chance with some of these storylines, and we've gone through these before, Iowa, quarterback situation, where are they on wide receivers? For Iowa State, great offensive weapons. Will the offensive line hold up? And will the defensive line be able to slow anybody down so that the linebackers, including Joel Lanning, and then the secondary be able to make a couple of stops? So I think it's great storylines that uh, will carry us through this season as well. Got to win, though. Both teams have yeah, to be win. at that level. Yep. And, and you can that's have right. fun storylines. You're not winning. Uh, we're turning our attention to basketball if that's the case, at least at a local <laughs> level. Well, Jimmy B., it's our kickoff week as high school football will take the airwaves coming up on Friday night. Waukee hosting Urbandale, our week one matchup here on 1700. Listen each and every week starting at 7 o'clock. Our pregame show right up until kickoff in the Central Iowa Game of the Week. And then after the game is over, we got the scoreboard show for you each and every Friday night. Going to be a great time, 7 to 11 o'clock. Keep it locked right here on 1700. Jimmy B, it's game week. We're here. I know, pal. You're going to be a busy guy now from, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, the end of August until, what, the November? Well, right in there? for football, and then I go right into yeah. basketball. So Basketball. <laughs> Yeah. So basically, my Friday nights are shot until the end of March. And then I'm good. Okay. And then I'm good. <laughs> that's, that's okay. And that's all right. You're a young guy. You can handle it. Uh, not that young it'll be, anymore. It'll be good for you. <laughs> before, before we get to In Case You Missed It, yeah. uh, quickly, a, quickly a wrap-up on what Iowa and, 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 the, and the entire state did for the tremendous golf championship, the Solheim Cup, Mm -hmm. uh, in West Des Moines at the uh, Des Moines Golf and Country Club. I'm telling you, Trent, not only was it great in person, it was even spectacular on TV. And that's all the announcers talked about were the monstrous crowds, the noise, the excitement. Not only was the golf really good, but the just the excitement around the entire event and Des Moines deserves a big pat on the back. Yeah, the the buzz that certainly has surrounded this has been huge uh, throughout the week and and over the weekend. The glowing remarks from people, you know, involved in the LPGA and, and involved in the Solheim Cup, talking about just how high the bar has been raised of what we did here in our great city. So great to see. It was awesome. I was out there, uh, saw some of the golf. Incredible time out there. Kudos to everybody involved in the tip of the ball cap to the city of Des Moines. Another big event comes through and more glowing marks for Des Moines. How about that? You got yeah, it was it was terrific stuff. It really was. And some of the shot making was sensational as well. And and the fans just went absolutely bonkers. And look, do you think do you think Des Moines well I know they would now, but do you think that aside from running a senior event if an LPGA tournament came through, or better yet, of course, a PGA tournament, mm -hmm. wouldn't this city go absolutely crazy for that? I'm not sure. I mean, this was once built— Once a year? Once a year, and, and that's, I think, the problem that you'd run into, you know, is the once a year kind of thing. Early on, absolutely, but after that newness wears off, you know, the one-off okay. kind of deal like we had here— like they had for the U.S. Senior Open. I wonder, you know, after that goes away, if you'd be able to do it. I, I'm not so sure, but I don't know. You're, you're bigger into the golf scene than I would. You probably have a better idea than I do. I think that, I think that it would be spectacular maybe for the first couple of years, and then it might wane a little bit 
but I think the crowds would probably still be there. Maybe not quite as much excitement as you had, they say, the first three years. Mm-hmm. But if it was just, but if it was just once a year and it took place, uh, I think that might be pretty good. I, I really do. Look, the Principal Charity Classic with the old geezers, including myself, comes through, and people show up for that. But if you had a regular PGA tour stop, oh my gosh! I mean, with the with the big names, if they were playing in it, that are on that tour right now, uh, I I think it would be absolutely crazy. I'd I'd love to see it happen at least once in the city, mm-hmm. uh, just because of the great turnout that we saw for the Solheim Cup. You know, lengthwise, we talked about this last week. Is Des Moines Golf and Country would have to be extended a lot? Physically, yes. can they do that? I have no idea. Um, you already yeah. have the Quad City Classic, you know, over there. So that though it's on the wrong side of the river, on the Illinois side, you know, that's still kind of an Iowa type event. Where does it go in the calendar? So many questions that would still abound about that. That I, I just I don't know. Yeah, if it was a great yeah. time period, things like that, sure. But more than likely, if you're getting a new event like that, it's going to be a crappy part of the calendar. It's going to be you know after the season really is ended, things like that. I just don't know if realistically that would work. And then is there a course that actually could hold these guys? That's another big mm-hmm. question that you'd have to get through, that, too. That is. That, that is the big question. You got it. All right. Always at this time, if you missed anything, we always recap it. It's our favorite segment here as we open up the show. In case you missed it, what do you got, kid? Today, in case you missed it, presented by Food Dudes Delivery. If you're sick of the same old leftovers for lunch, bad drive through options, Food Dudes Delivery delivers food from restaurants across the metro that don't normally deliver. One flat fee for everything. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. We start with baseball over the weekend. Jimmy B., you and I were texting back and forth Friday night. One of the most fun Twins games I can remember in a while. They got down 4-0, came roaring back, and it continued throughout the weekend, including yesterday, on nine-run first inning for the Twinkies. Base hit, center field. Dozier around third, and he'll score. Polanco with a base hit to center field. Buxton scores. Drill to center. Pollock chases it. He won't get there. It'll stay in the ballpark. Kepler with a great at bat. It's a two-run double. Before he throws his... Here's a ball line to left, and Jimenez delivers 5-0. Two strikes. A high fly to deep right field. It's hit a long way. It is gone. A nine-run first inning. A nine-spot and a 12-5 victory. The Twins sweep the D-backs, and they sit in the second wild-card spot right now, just like we had to draw it up, right? That's amazing. I mean, that is absolutely amazing, particularly about three weeks ago when you quit on him. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> I've still been watching. I, I never stopped watching, though. Be careful. I on know. That. I know. I'm but I watching. remember. I remember the show. I wish we could go back and get that thing. I'm done. I'm leaving. I'll still watch, but it's over. They gave me up until June. Okay, I'll take it, but it's over. I can't. I'd love to have that recording. I'd love to listen to you go off on that. Well, there's been a lot of those moments for Cubs fans throughout this summer. They're still in first place. Uh, a crazy one as they get down yeah. to the tenth inning. Down two, they come roaring back and pick up the walk-off win. One zero. It's a ways over a 
Just on his way to second. Schwarber scores. It's a one-run game, and the tying run is in scoring position. The way this tenth has gone. There's a base hit. Schwarber scores. Here comes a throw. Bias scores. Cubs win. Cubs win. Scores. <laughs> a little crack of the voice. And the victory for That's the funny. Cubs. That's funny. Two-game lead now. So, look, Milwaukee's not going away, and it looks like the Cardinals are not going away. I think the Pirates will eventually continue to kind of play, you know, up and down a little bit. But I, I maybe I'm going to get what I was hoping for, and that is a race when we get into September instead of having the Cubs run away and hide. I still don't think it's going to happen. I'm staying steadfast in my thoughts. You're staying steadfast in yours. Yep. I think the Cubs still win this thing comfortably by the time we get through 162. In case you missed it on the baseball side, a little football for you as well, Jimmy B. You ready for this? Mm -hmm. I'm we, ready, man. Let's go. We go to the NFL and NFL Network and a couple of former Hawkeyes doing work for the 49ers in a blowout. C.J. Beathard and George play. Kittle. Bibbs now does a good job to pick up a rusher, and that lets Beathard hit George Kittle, and George Kittle pulls his way in for a touchdown. He's not out of bounds. I It looked to me at that time that George Kittle went Brock Lesnar. He went beast mode on a, on a couple of defenders who tried to tackle him. Look, both those guys have a great shot, uh, particularly Beathard to be the backup, and, and who knows what might happen after that. But I think Kittle has a terrific chance also uh, to make this team. I really do. Uh, and there's another guy who is uh, a little guy called uh, Desmond King. You remember him, Trent? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, he's once again, uh, he's got a chance to be a very good NFL defensive back for what five, eight time, maybe even ten years in the National Football League. That's how good I think he's going to be. That was in case you missed it. Presented by Food Dudes Delivery online, fooddudesdelivery.com for your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow. We'll come back on the other side. Time to talk some Hawkeyes. Tom Caker from HawkeyeReport.com. He will be here. We'll get his thoughts on, well, that basketball schedule we broke down last week. He knows my thoughts, <laughs> and uh, I'm sure he's going to be yeah. giving me a hard time about that. And we'll talk plenty of football on the Hawkeyes next with Hawkeye Reports. Tom Caker, 264-1700 as well with your phone calls. Back with more Jimmy B and TC here in a moment. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. 
Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. Every day people ask me, can I still take advantage of today's low rates? Is it still a good time to refinance? The answer is yes. Now's a great time to call Quicken Loans at 800-QUICKEN. The rate today on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.19%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Big Al's Barbecue is happy to announce his second location is now open at the Ramada Inn at Army Post and Floor Drive. With two locations, there's no reason to miss out on some of the best barbecue in the Des Moines area. Big Al cooks all his meat low and slow to make it fall off the bone. Big Al's South now offers barbecue brunch buffet on Sundays from 11 to 3. Don't forget about the original Eastside location just 900 feet north of the AE Cows on Hubble Avenue. Come eat Southern-style barbecue. Barbecue cooked by an Asian man on the east side and now open on the south side of Des Moines. Big Al's Barbecue. Earnings vary based on your effort. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Des Moines? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Des Moines area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Des Moines is a perfect market for my system, and next week I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, call 1-800-539-2200. Seating is extremely limited. Call in the next 10 minutes and you'll also reserve a free copy of Than's Money for Deals Guide. That's 1-800-539-2200. That's 1-800-539-2200. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358. 1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-33 We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. It's that time of the year again. Football is right around the corner. Draft House 50, best spot in Central Iowa to catch your Cyclones, Hawkeyes, and every NFL game. Over 50 TVs, 50 beers on tap, and the best burgers in town. Draft House 50, your place for all things sports. Jim Brenson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, welcome back in. We roll all the way till 3 o'clock today right here on the Big Talker 1700. Oh, we've been waiting to get Tom Cakert on here. We are. Well, this is going to be a lot of fun. Tom Cakert, Hawkeye Report. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Tommy, good afternoon, pal. 
Good afternoon. It's fun every week when I'm on. It is? Oh, I mean, yes, yes, it is. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Do you have your glasses? Do you have your glasses, Tom? Are you ready for the big event? It's cloudy. It's going to be a non-issue here. I know. I'm not going to feel a lot. Yeah, frustrating. I I, I know what you mean. Let's get into this. I did uh, just see uh, the weather channel on because I I think it's interesting when you have kind of something like this to watch the weather channel. And the gal from the weather channel who's out in Madras, Oregon, honestly cried on air when they went to total eclipse cried on wow. air for a couple minutes <laughs> weird uh, yeah well Trent cries me. on yeah Trent cries on this show when I go off on a tirade so yeah that, that might be close <laughs> well that rarely happens I'm the one that has the tirades and usually <laughs> they're reserved for Iowa's basketball schedule in the non-conference each and every year. And it happened again. We uh, had a little preview that came out on a Monday a couple weeks ago. It was quickly taken off. Uh, Here it is once again. Iowa non-conference basketball schedule. It's ugly, Tom. How are the natives handling it that are probably handling it a little bit better than I am? They're a little bit better than you. Um, You know, I've had to educate some people that it's not worth worrying about at this point in time because you just don't know how it's going to shake out. I always say, as long as you avoid the bad losses and you take care of business, if the, you know, I, had, uh, you know, our our friends from the Hawkeye Huddle, who <laughs> he had uh, uh, said that even if they went eleven and seven and eleven and two in the non-con, that they probably wouldn't make the tournament. Uh, that's which hyperbolic. Is just, <laughs> which is just pure lunacy. Yes. Yes. No, that, that, that's taken it a step further, but I think what we could both agree on is it very well could cost them a seed line or two in the NCAA tournament, if that's the case. And, and that's, Maybe, maybe. That's, I, I, I think that's a little bit overblown at this point. I just, you got to see how it plays out. And, you know, if, mm-hmm. they, if they take care of business, if they go 11 and 7, which I think is, is possible slash good chance mm-hmm. of happening in um, in league play and and if they go say 11 and two it's not going to impact they're still probably going to be you know five six seed I would guess with that kind of record mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's going to impact them a whole lot Tommy I've got a question though why do they continue to schedule those horrible games and cheat the Hawk fans out of some decent basketball, subjecting them to that garbage. I get it for maybe two, possibly three, but not the entire non-conference home schedule like that. Well, from what what I was told, a couple of things. Um, Schedule is just weird this year because you've got the two conference games in early December. So that impacts things. And, and if you look around uh, the Big Ten, you'll see that impacting, you know, Michigan State isn't scheduling crazy this year. Ohio State's schedule is weaker than Iowa's. Uh, Illinois is weaker than Iowa's. It, it seems like a league-wide thing with those two conference games in December that people have kind of dialed back in their scheduling of the non-conference in, in the league this year. And, you know, I, I, I'm on record. They probably scheduled one or two too many of the plus 300. Everybody schedules a couple of games like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, you just have to. 
I think one of those games is associated with that uh, the exempt event in, in the Caymans. I think the Grambling game is part of that. So there's one of them. But, you know, still you had four. You probably should only have three of those type of games. And the thing that's frustrating is the other portions of the schedule, especially with those two Big Ten games you mentioned, but the neutral site game against Colorado, Iowa State, and West, and Virginia Tech both on the road. Uh, the Cayman Islands Classic, they'll more than likely see Cincinnati in the championship game, who's going to be a preseason top 20. Some people feel even better than that, a team going into the year. That portion's all well and good. It's, it's the other part that is just these dregs, and it's frustrating. The good news, though, like you mentioned, the Big Ten slate, you could have drawn up a much better schedule than what the Hawkeyes got. Yeah, they got a great schedule. It's the best schedule that France had at Iowa. Um, you've got a good portion of the heavyweights are just coming to Iowa City, uh, and, and that's a really good thing, I think, uh, for them. Uh, it, and if the, But this year, you got to remember, the committee is going to value a little bit more road wins, too. So, you know, that that's going to... Uh, that could impact things. And that's probably part of the balance in the non-con is maybe Fran knew that they were going to have a lot of those home games. So he's schedule neutral. He, you know, the Iowa state game, obviously it rotates there. Um, it's just unfortunate. I think for the fans in that early December portion, they'll get the Indiana game, which is nice, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. they were supposed to get the ACC game in Iowa city. And uh, they didn't get it this year, and they weren't part of the Gavit games, so that's why they did the Colorado game, and it's a neutral. And it, I think that's a maybe a bone to the the um, folks in Western Iowa who could go see Iowa play in person uh, up there at the what is that the Sanford Center or whatever it is, yes. Pentagon, yeah, Pentagon. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so I think that's kind of a bone to to those folks, much like the Big Four Classic is kind of a bone to in central Iowa. Right, I get that. All right, Tom Kickert is our guest on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Tommy, take me now to football. Is uh, we going to find out who the starting quarterback is and why are they waiting till tomorrow to say it's Stanley? <laughs> it's going to be Stanley. I don't think anybody's really got any question about that. You just have to hear Brian Ferentz say it. And I think it's that's just what they're going to do is us that uh, Nathan Stanley is going to be the quarterback. So I would suspect that it's going to be funny tomorrow because they'll probably bring Phil and Brian out at the same time and everybody's going to go over to Brian, <laughs> talk to Brian. Because there'll be nobody over at Phil uh, at, at that point just because we're all going to want to ask Brian about the quarterback and it's going to be Nathan Stanley and we'll get his rationale and his, uh, what went into that decision and how both quarterbacks reacted to that news and go from there but uh i i did i don't have any doubt kind of heard some things over the weekend that confirmed it um you know that seems like that's where we're headed well uh it was friday night where they had their closed scrimmage you uh tried to ask kirk for an invitation i heard he uh he declined that uh he uh, he did this he did this <laughs> you got a snort out of him <laughs> So yeah. when you get a snort out of uh, Kirk, does that mean that the other beat guys uh, owe you beer? Is that how you guys play that over there? Well, there was I, I, credit where credit is due is the great Mark Morehouse who got the snort out of him. Oh. we come? And it was the great Mark Morehouse who, who who did that. And then there was an offer of could we come if we don't 
bring anything with us in terms of communication devices and not report on anything that we see, and that also received a snort. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, <laughs> what kind of nuggets did you hear? Did you get anything at all, anything that you heard from Friday night outside of the quarterback position we talked about? Not really. I think, you know, the interesting one, I you know, kind of an under-the-radar thing is this kicker situation because oh. I've heard that, uh, you know, Racinos continues to just bury everything. I mean, he's been on fire in the last week. And who would have thought, you know, after that Michigan kick that there might be a possibility that Keith Duncan could lose his job. But that might happen. Hmm. Interesting, Tom. That, that, that is interesting. Uh, what and, else do you and think? I, I'll throw yeah, this go out ahead. There. I keep yeah. thinking that maybe there's some sort of something going on with the offensive line, and I wouldn't be surprised to hear some things on that. Uh, just maybe some. Wait, when you say that, what do you what do you mean? Come on, clue us in. Just don't leave us hanging well, there. What are you What are you speculating you know, on? We have to we have to judge based on still pictures. I don't think Tristan Wirfs is going to be the starting left tackle. I know people are getting kind of caught up in that. I think a couple of guys have been dinged up, uh, Larry Jackson being one of them. Boone Myers is kind of dinged up. But it just seems like maybe they want to work Ross Reynolds in there at guard and see what he can do and maybe move uh, Sean Welsh out to right tackle and uh, either Bodker or uh, Myers at left tackle. That just seems like maybe – there's something going on there. So just I, I, we'll find out tomorrow, and we'll see if Brian will give us a, a few nuggets on that and uh, see what's happening on the offensive line. Well, on the defensive side, Tom, of course, the front four looks like they have depth like they haven't had uh, certainly in a number of years. How they're going to get through that rotation, a question. The senior leadership at the linebacker spot. Corners young but have shown some glimpses on both sides. How about safety? We saw Gervais have that incredible spring game where he had the three interceptions that are pretty much thrown right at him. Haven't heard a lot out of him. And also Miles Taylor, after being injured last year, losing his job. What have you heard out of safety play throughout August camp? I've heard they've been pretty solid. I've heard Taylor's been actually really pretty good. So uh, that's a positive development in my book because I think he was maybe the biggest question mark on the defense yeah. uh, coming into this year because he lost his job last year. He, he lost it. I mean, he yeah, he left that Michigan game with a concussion, but he did not start again. And uh, mm-hmm. I think that's it, – it's big it, – this is a big time for him because he's a senior, got to step it up, and I think he has. Um, I'm not worried about Therese. I think he'll be fine. He's going to be a – you know, just a solid – free safety that they've always had in the program, and I I think he'll do a nice job. I've got a question, Tom. Look, I know that we're still a little bit out from the opening game against Wyoming, but aside from Josh Allen, the quarterback, who everybody believes, and I've seen him play, uh, they believe he's going to be terrific. But they lost a lot of people, Tom. Uh, Does that lead you to believe that when you start doing your research on Wyoming, if you have success defending Allen, the the Hawkeyes should win this game and win it easily? Or do you see this game being uh, closer than a lot of people think? Um, You know, I I still think it's going to be a double-figure win for Iowa, Um, just mainly because I'm not sure that Wyoming can stop Iowa's run game. I just don't know that they can do that um they 
they gave up a lot of yards last year. They don't have as much back on defense, and I just don't know how you get that better, uh, especially against Iowa's run game. As good as it's looked, even in the scrimmage, it's looked really good. Um, so, and Allen lost a lot. He lost his top running back who went early to the NFL, lost a lot of his receivers. Uh, it's different scrimmaging and playing practice and against yourself than it will be against Iowa. So, uh, I, you know, I think Allen's really talented and really good, but he's going to have to have uh, a really special day for me to think that they're going to even have a chance at keeping it within, uh, uh, you know, 10 points. Tom, last thing from me. Uh, is it fair to have expectations as a fan uh, of Brian Ferentz? I, I know that's been creating a lot of rumbling over there in the Hawkeye Lounge. About Brian's expectations? <laughs> yes. and, and, <laughs> as soon as they have a three and out, they're going to want to replace him. Yep, yep, exactly. That's just what it is. And Kirk laughed about that, but that's and Brian laughed about that. But it's just the reality. I mean, you know, everybody thinks they're an offensive coordinator. You know, so... Uh, they think they can figure out how to run an offense that will score a touchdown every time and never have any failure. And it's just it's not that easy. And I, I think there's going to be some learning early on for Brian. And I'm still curious, is he going to be upstairs or is he going to be down the field? I know that during that scrimmage portion of the, the kids' day practice, he was, uh, he was up in the box. I don't know what he did this past Friday. But, uh, you know, maybe he tossed out the sidelines. Maybe he just decided I'm going to go upstairs. And uh, and how is that? There's got to be a flow to it. I think you've got to develop that. And the only way you can develop that is through repetition. And it's hard to do in camp and simulate actual game situation and conditions. So uh, it's, it's going to be, I, I think there'll be some bumps. But I like what Brian's going to be aggressive. And that's the thing I think fans have to realize is that, um, yeah, you're going to see some dump-offs. Yeah, you're going to see some of that stuff. But you're going to see a more aggressive attack from Brian Ferentz than you saw under Greg Davis. What happens, though, if the wide receivers can't get free? That's, that's that. I mean, and they can't connect on a decent passing game. I, I, I've joked that uh, the, the perfect game for Iowa is where they don't have to throw the ball at all. <laughs> you know, keep that clock moving. Just, just keep running the football, and uh, I, I, I don't think you'll obviously you won't see that, but it's just something to think about. You know that uh, um, I, I just think they're going to try to be balanced. I think they're going to try and utilize the tight ends. I think they're going to figure something out at wide receiver. I don't know what it'll be or who it will be, but I think some, some things will get figured out. I just don't – the thing you don't know going into this season is are they going to be able to complete a pass that travels in air more than 20 yards? Mm-hmm. I just don't know if that's – what that's going to look like at this point. Tom, great stuff as always. I will let you go. A little recruiting note. D.J. Johnson, a four-star cornerback from over in Indianapolis, going to make his decision – down to Iowa and Notre Dame for his services. Expecting good news for Hawkeye fans tomorrow? Yeah, I'll be, I, I have already posted a smiley face in the okay. lounge. So, All right. um, <laughs> that, that is the indication of good news is on the way. And I think we'll probably, uh, you know, shortly thereafter uh, get some good news from uh, another defensive back from the state of Indiana, Julius Brent. So uh, 
I think both those guys are uh, are uh, leaning heavily towards Iowa at this point. Good. Stuff. Thank you, Tom. It's always good, pal. All right. There you go, Tom Cakert on the Draft House Fifty Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. I'll, I'll tell you, Trent. I'm yeah. I'm really looking forward to seeing that opening day game with Wyoming and Iowa. I I really am just because of the great unknown at the quarterback position and also the wide receiver spot. Well, uh, we'll have a chance to hear from the coordinators tomorrow, Tom. I, I got a kick out of that as you'll have both the coordinators come out, all right, set to do interviews, and everybody just goes over to Brian Ferentz and <laughs> leaves Phil Parker alone. And you know that's going to be the case because everybody's oh, yeah. going to be waiting for the official yeah. announcement. Hey, have you made your decision on quarterback? Sounds like they have, and if that's the case, well, everybody's got to get their quotes from that, and Phil just to be sitting over there probably chuckling. <laughs> you're probably uh, you're probably right about that. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, Zub Mahente from ESPN will be our guest. 140, Mitch Holtis on the Kansas City Chiefs. Jimmy B and TC will come in right back on the Big Talker 1700. Hey, Des Moines, I'm Dave Ramsey. Join me every Monday through Friday from 9 till noon. Courtesy of Mediacom Careers on 1700 KBGG. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Well, Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Food Dudes Delivery offers commercial and residential delivery service along with the option to pre-order. Our delivery rate is always a flat fee, so whether you're ordering $15 for yourself or $300 for a party, it's going to be the same flat fee. We deliver all throughout the metro area, always keeping your food hot and fresh. Food Dudes Delivery has a vast range of food options for you to choose from. So place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Finding great candidates to hire can be, well, like trying to find a needle in a haystack. 
Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter is different. It doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them with its powerful technology. ZipRecruiter distributes your job everywhere it needs to be to find the right candidates. In fact, over 80% of jobs on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just one day. So, while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, only ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Used by businesses of all sizes, ZipRecruiter offers the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash build. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash build for your free trial. ZipRecruiter.com slash build. Guys don't really talk about antiperspirant. Despite that, 91% of Dove Men Plus Care users recommend it. Here's what they said. It blocks the, yeah. Respiration, I think, is the fancy word. It's comfortable. Uh, <laughs> it smells nice. My girl likes the smell. Well, it's, it, I, I don't, ah, it's hard. I think it's quite masculine. Uh, my underarms aren't the worst thing at the gym. It's kind of like the Hoover Dam from my armpits, I guess. Dove Men Plus Care Antiperspirant. Tough on sweat, not on skin. Napa know-how. There are lots of amazing cars on the road, but perhaps none more amazing than the paid-off car. It may not be pretty, but the price is right. Heck, if you keep that thing running, it'll actually start paying you. Because with Napa Rewards, for every $100 you spend, you'll get $5 off. So keep your car running longer, stronger with Napa Rewards, and watch the savings start rolling in. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700K BGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Oh, wait, right, we continue on here. Welcome back, Jim and Trent, as we're talking some sports with you all the way until 3 o'clock. Jimmy B. Yo. We uh, got the top 25 today. From the Associated Press, we were talking about that. Mm -hmm. Alabama, number one, Ohio State, two, Florida State, three, USC at number four, Clemson at five. Uh, Two more Big Ten teams in the top ten, Penn State, Wisconsin. You have Oklahoma at seven, Oklahoma State at ten. Jimmy B, it happens every year. A team ranked in the preseason ten, top ten finishes outside of the top 25. Who's the team out of that top ten you're Looking oh, at this going to slide. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Who's going to slide out of that top ten? Well, it's not going to be Alabama, and it's not going to be Florida State or Ohio State. And they and you're saying they slide out of the top 25. Yes, out of the top 25. Ooh, out of the top ten, they slide out of the top 25. I'm going to.
going to go out on a limb here and say it is Oklahoma. Oklahoma, new head coach. Lost yes. A lot of guys at the skill position spot still. Of course, their yes. quarterback will be slinging it around. But you're going OU, huh? So that would mean, the re- you know, they'd have to be 8-4 and four or worse probably to slide out of the top 25. I, I know that, but I think that I think Oklahoma State can beat them. Yeah. I think Ohio State will get them again. Yeah. Uh, I think Kansas State has a shot at them. I think West Virginia has a shot at them. Um, I, I just I just think there's a possibility that this could be the the step back for the Sooners. I know, and you're right. They lost a lot of uh, top athletes. They did. But they, they're like everybody else who's in that top ten pretty much. They pretty much reload. But for some reason, new coach, I just kind of have the feeling that if somebody was going to slip. Let me, let, me, let me also preface this. I may be Penn State also. Yeah. I'm going to put in that category. That's, just that's... because of. Yeah, go ahead. Well, yeah, that's that's the one that I kind of had marked down there as Penn State last year. Okay. You know, rough yep. start to the se- season. They came back. They went on a tear in the second half, as we know. You know, are they quite that good? Was it more a team that just got hot, or have they built the foundation? And the other one that I'd throw in there would be USC. And USC scheduled the way that it sets up. Stanford early on. They had the game against Texas then a week later. Road games at Washington State. They go to Notre Dame this year after throttling mm-hmm. them two years in a row. Can you beat your rival three times in a row? Now that's a question mark there. I think there's some there's some potential potholes in that schedule for USC. That'd be another one that I'd be circling. Even with Sam Darnold, same kind of question you had with Penn State right. last year. Was a guy that just got hot? I mean, we know he's talented. Just how talented is he? And we've seen this out of USC happen in the past. A lot of expectations. That is correct. And then they fall yep. in their face. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that. And they don't play Washington. So I like the Huskies, once again, with the schedule that they caught this year. Um, I have a feeling that the Huskies are going to be right back in that, uh, have a chance again at the Final Four. Um, you're, you're right about USC. And we know about Sam Darnold. We know how good he is. He'll be the top quarterback selected in the NFL draft if he decides to come out. Most people believe he will. But, boy, there's a lot of talent on that team, though, Trent. Mm -hmm. There really is. And, man, oh, man, oh, man. Possibly. I know Stanford's good this year. Yep. UCLA will give everybody fits again. Yeah, with with Rosen at the quarterback spot. I know, I know, but you you made you made a wager on them. I remember a year or two back and lost. So you're off of UCLA. I know that it was last but year. Yeah, I jumped on the Rosen last train. year. Yeah, or yeah, actually his freshman year, and they got off to a okay. great start, and then they fell apart. Yep. And uh, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. That that might be a dead man walking out there with more too. <laughs> plenty of time to speculate. We got football this week. College football gets started on Saturday. High school football Friday night, and it's all here on 1700 KBGG. We'll come back with more here in a moment. Here, Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. 1700 KBGG and Charles Gabus Ford want to put you in the driver's seat of a brand new Ford Edge. This car is for you. 
It's all about getting you a three-year lease on a 2017 Ford Edge. Sign up now to qualify at participating businesses who are offering even more great prizes. Like six $50 gift certificates for Big Al's Barbecue, now with two locations. One premium annual membership to Range Masters Training Center in Urbandale, three $100 gift certificates to Lucky Gal Tattoo, and more. To see all of the participating businesses, log on to 1700kbgg.com and keep listening for details on even more chances to qualify. This car is for you with Charles Gabus Ford and 1700KBGG. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. In this tight labor market, finding new employees can be tough. Whether you're the business owner or an HR professional, you want access to highly qualified candidates fast. More than 3 million businesses use Indeed.com, the world's number one job site. Whether you need entry-level or highly skilled employees, no matter the industry, with Indeed you get immediate access to a high-quality pool of talent with no long-term contracts or upfront fees. For a limited time, Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to make their first job listing a sponsored job with premium visibility so more candidates will see it. You want to make a great hire fast, and this exclusive offer gives you a head start. Independent research shows six times more hires are delivered through Indeed than any other job site, making Indeed your one-stop source for hiring. To redeem this offer, go to Indeed.com offer.